Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. You know, it would pay the church. I'm convinced as I, as I studied along this line. Now, I don't know why I haven't done a lot of studying before along this line. There's several different lines. I want to do some studying along, and I haven't. But it would pay the church to begin an exhaustive study of the resources of Jesus in order to get a measurement of the wealth that name holds for the church and every believer today. And it just simply changed our lives. That's all there is to it. Just simply changed our lives. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, The Name of Jesus by Kenneth E. Hagan. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. And so we've lived on such a low level of life. Sometimes as a minister in a local congregation in a church, Jesus gave them a check, said, you just fill it out. So they filled it out for a few dollars, and they've been sitting down for 25 years on the wrong side of the track in the Ramble Shack building. Brought a disgrace to the name of Jesus. <laughs> Is that all his name could provide? And in life, our own individual life, the same thing's true. Christians, born-again, spirit-filled Christians, many times have just lived on a low level of life, overcome by the devil. In fact, they do more talking about the devil than to do anybody else. Like I tell sometimes, well, you know, one lady got up in church I was pastoring several years ago, you know. She said, the devil's been after me all the week, bless his holy name. <laughs> I know she got her praise misplaced, but that's what she said. <laughs> and every time you give a hard luck story, you are bragging on the devil. Every time you talk about how you're sick and getting sicker, you're bragging on the devil because he's the author of sickness and disease and not God. And every time you talk about what a hard time we're having and it don't look like we're going to make it, you're bragging on the devil because he's the author of all those things. Now let's talk about Jesus. Talk about the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And so you see, what happened? Well, he gave you individually a signed check. Just fill it out. Fill it out. Instead of you filling out that check of deliverance and dominion over all demons, said, well, I'll just take one of them. Let's see, the least one I can find. No, bless God, it belongs to you. He's given us a sign check on the resources of heaven and asking us to fill it in. You know, it would pay the church. I'm convinced as I, as I studied along this line. Now, I don't know why I haven't done a lot of studying before along this line. There's several different lines. I want to do some studying along, and I haven't. But it would pay the church to begin an exhaustive study of the resources of Jesus in order to get a measurement of the wealth that name holds for the church and every believer today. And it just simply changed our lives. That's all there is to it. Just simply changed our lives. But you see, if we have a low estimation and a low respect for the name 
then we'll not expect much because we don't know what belongs to us. Now, let's go back to these scriptures that we looked at at the beginning and as we'd already suggest to you about the name of Jesus, about him inheriting that name. It said he inherited a more excellent name. It said God gave. When did God give him that name? God gave him a name above every name. Remember that? So then, how, how did he obtain his name? Well, we see here in these scriptures of Hebrews, particularly that fourth verse, that he obtained or inherited a more excellent name than they, that is the angels, a more excellent name. Now God said, this portion of scripture said, we read it, you know, God who at sundry times and in divers manners in times past spoke unto the prophets or spoke unto the people, you see, by the prophets, you know, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his own son. And then he went on to talk about the fact in these verses here of uh, Hebrews hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the power of his word, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Now let's read on here, fifth verse. For unto which of the angels saith he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee, and again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. Now, Let's go on reading the sixth verse. Now I want to show you something. And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he saith, and let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he saith, who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. Now, I want you to notice and we're talking about him now inheriting by inheritance a more excellent name. When did he inherit it? That's what I want to get over to you. He didn't inherit anything in heaven before he came to this earth because he already had it. Didn't he? I said, didn't he? He didn't inherit it when he came, when he was born. That is, he took upon himself a body because... Paul said over Philippians that he stripped himself of all the honor and the glory. Now, there's a clue here. For under which of the angels saith he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Being so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they, for under which of the angels saith he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. 
Now turn back over to the Acts of the Apostles and we'll find out when that happened. Let me ask you this question. When was Jesus begotten? Huh? Now see, most people think that he was begotten when he took upon himself a body as a little babe was born. No, oh no, no. No. Because he pre-existed with the Father. He just, as the Bible said, thou hast prepared me a body. Begotten means born. See, the Son of God wasn't born as he took on flesh, became flesh. He became flesh, but he wasn't born then because he always pre-existed. See, go back to John's Gospel, the first chapter. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And by Him all things were made, and without Him was not anything that was made. Now get down to the 14th verse. And the Word, which already existed, didn't need to be begotten or born, was made flesh and dwelt among us. Huh? So no, it wasn't talking about then when he said, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. wasn't talking about when he took upon himself a body. I wasn't talking about that. Now when was it? All right, read here in the 13th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. And this found out. Because you see, this text over here in Hebrews tells us when he inherited this more excellent name and was above angels and so on. It was when God said to him, Thou art my begotten son. This day thou art my begotten son. Wasn't that when it happened? That's what it said. All right, read here. 13th chapter of Acts now. God, this is the 33rd verse, God hath fulfilled the same unto their children in that he has raised Jesus, raised up Jesus again, as it is also written in the second psalm, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Well, when was it then that Jesus was begotten? When he was raised up on that resurrection morn. Why did he need to be begotten? Because he became like we were separated from God. He's tasted death for every man. He's talking about tasting spiritual death. Don't you remember he cried out on the cross and said, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? You see, a lot of people don't know what the Bible is talking about when it talks about death. You need to make an in-depth study of death in the Bible. Death in the Bible never means the cessation of life. The Bible talks about a lot of people that are dead while they live. The Bible said ye, here in Ephesians, we'll get back to that verse in a minute, ye who were dead in trespasses and sins, hath he quickened, hath he made alive. See, death in the Bible never means the cessation of life. Never. Never. And so, you see, 
spiritual death. What is spiritual death? Well, it's the opposite of spiritual life. It doesn't mean the cessation life. Ye who were dead in trespass and sin. And there Paul writes to Timothy and talks about some people being dead while they live. Doesn't mean they cease to exist. We talk about a sinner that's in spiritual death. That doesn't mean his spirit doesn't exist because his spirit does exist and will exist eternally. Can't never die. Because that part of man, whether he's saved or unsaved, is like God. He's an eternal spirit also and he has a soul also. But his spirit is not in fellowship with God because of sin. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the Health Food Devotional for the discounted price of $12.75. Get this dynamic resource to start your new year off right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126. Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And for those of you in Oklahoma City, oh, yeah, we okay. are there on Sunday night, 6 o'clock, 8921 Northwest Expressway. Come experience Sunday morning on Sunday night. We are there live with Rama Bible Church. With Rama Bible Church. Yes. Well, thank you for helping us. If you're within driving distance of the Rama USA campus, then you'll want to make the drive to see the amazing Rama Christmas lights this season. Lights are on through New Year's night. Come see over 2 million breathtaking Christmas lights. Plus, experience the animated displays and grab a hot chocolate. For more info, visit rhema.org today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.